What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Happy Monday, it's June 15th. Here's what you missed while you were back out in the world again, busy doing you. Okay, big news came out this weekend just in time for Pride Month. And surprisingly, conservative Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch is the one that wrote the statement. Basically, the Supreme Court ruled that the 1964 civil rights law that protects citizens from employment discrimination based on race, religions, national origin, and sex also covers... LGBTQ plus workers as well. The six to three verdict is the biggest victory for LGBTQ plus rights since the court upheld marriage equality back in 2015. And for the first time, extends federal workplace protections to LGBTQ plus workers nationwide. Quote, today we must decide whether an employer can fire someone simply for being homosexual or transgender. The answer is clear. An employer who fires an individual for being homosexual or transgender fires that person for traits or actions it would not have questioned in members of a different sex. Sex plays a necessary and undisguisable role in the decision, exactly what Title VII forbids, Justice Neil Gorsuch wrote. Before the ruling, job discrimination against gay and transgender workers was still legal in much of the nation. Some 29 states currently allow some form of discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity in employment, housing, and public accommodation. Under the Trump administration, many conservative state legislatures have advanced bills that target the rights of transgender people in particular. On Friday even, the Trump administration itself rolled back Obama-era health care protections for transgender Americans, end quote. Yeah, and also it was on the four-year anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting. <laughs> Can't write this. Of course, Harris Funeral Homes, who was a defendant in the case, was not happy. They really did fire a trans girl just because she was trans. And it would, quote, violate God's commands if he allowed to stay trans while representing the organization. <laughs> a funeral home that has dead bodies in the basement. He's worried about their reputation. Interesting take. The FDA, a couple months back, had given emergency status to a little-known drug called hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, we've talked about it quite a bit on this show. Certain president bragged that he was taking it every day for weeks and the entire world went aghast with confusion. Well, it turns out now that the FDA believes that the suggested dosing regimens are unlikely to produce an antiviral effect. So the agency has revoked authorizations for its use after reviewing new information from larger clinical trials. Quote, because hydroxychloroquine is approved for other uses, treating lupus and arthritis, doctors could still use it off-label to treat coronavirus patients and clinical trials examining their use against COVID-19 can continue. The FDA noted that the version of chloroquine that had been authorized for emergency use is not approved in the U.S., so all use of that drug, donated by Bayer, will now end. In April, roughly a month after the FDA authorized emergency use of the drugs, the agency warned against using hydroxychloroquine outside of hospitals and clinical trials because of potentially fatal cardiac side effects, end quote. So in other words, get your medical advice from a medical professional and not the guy on a podcast or the one on your television playing the medical professional. 
Remember back when I said Uber was going to buy Grubhub and Seamless? Well, that was the report that they were seriously looking at that purchase. Well, it turns out neither Grubhub nor Uber could decide on who should bear the brunt of the regulation activity. So Grubhub said deuces and is now going to merge with Just Eat Takeaway, which is a European food delivery service in a deal estimated to be worth around $7.3 billion. Quote, whether or not Uber Grubhub combination would have violated antitrust rules, the concerns highlight just how far the meal delivery business has come, end quote. And yeah, that's kind of the big deal here because food delivery is obviously booming now with so few options to eat out and most of us stuck indoors. Uber Eats said they clocked in $4.6 billion in the first quarter. But quoting Quartz some more, as Forrester research analyst Brendan Witcher points out, it's hard to imagine that consumers are going to want to continue to pay high food fees for delivery once the pandemic has passed. When restaurants come back, the demand for Uber Eats and its competitors is likely to decline. This is a moment that will determine whether or not the food delivery apps will be successful, says Witcher. Because if you can't succeed and be profitable in a time when nearly everybody is moving to a service that you provide, then I think you'll have to really question your business plan. The merger, he notes, reflects the need for food delivery apps to reach a scale that allows them to operate profitably at affordable prices. While the Uber deal for Grubhub may have fallen through, that doesn't mean the company isn't looking for another merger, end quote. And all signs currently point towards Postmates as their next target. We'll find out soon enough. Stay tuned. Maybe you've heard of these dating sites before. I'm married, but even with my ears constantly in the tech game, I've not heard of some of these. Cougary, Sugar D, Casual X. There's a couple more here. Well, the reason I bring them up is because, listen, nothing is ever 100% safe online. You should know that by now, especially when you're dealing with fringe developers and these niche tastes. Because it looks like a really bad mistake was made and exposed the data of lots of people. Over 845 gigabytes of personal data. Quoting Wired Magazine, security researchers Noam Rodem and Ran Lokar were scanning the open internet on May 24th when they stumbled upon a collection of publicly accessible Amazon Web Services buckets. Each contained a trove of data from a different specialized dating app, including Threesomes, Cougary, Gay Daddy Bear, XPAL, BBW Dating, Casual X, G Hunt, Sugar D, and Herpes Dating. In all, the researchers found 845 gigs and close to 2.5 million records, likely representing data from hundreds of thousands of users. The information was particularly sensitive and included sexually explicit photos and audio recordings. The researchers also found screenshots of private chats from other platforms and receipts for payments sent between users within the app as part of the relationships they were building. And though the exposed data included limited personally identifiable information like real names or birthdays or email addresses, the researchers warned that a motivated hacker could have used the photos and other miscellaneous information available to identify many users. This was not a hack. It was sloppily stored 
stored data. So many breaches contain data like email addresses and passwords, which is bad enough. But when data leaks from sites like Ashley Madison, Grindr, or Cam4, it creates the potential for doxing, extortion, and in other dire online abuses. In this case, herpes dating could even potentially reveal someone's health status. If you use one of the affected apps, there's not a lot you can do to protect against the possibility that the data was stolen before these researchers found it. Although now's as good a time as any to make sure that you're using secure, unique passwords for every single online account that you have. It wouldn't have helped here, but it's never a bad time to be safe. And lastly, some breaking news. If your cell phone service has been acting up today, it's probably not your fault. Quote, what looks like a major outage has hit T-Mobile, while Verizon, AT&T, and Sprint this afternoon are also seeing some downtime. Hundreds of thousands of T-Mobile customers are saying they can't make calls and texts, with some having no internet connection as well. The issues for all four carriers appears to be nationwide. At the time of writing, over 100,000 people have logged issues on downdetector.com, and also shared the problems they're having on Twitter. Some are seeing their internet connection still working with calls and texts being the issue, while some are seeing all service from T-Mobile being down. Interestingly enough, Verizon, AT&T, and Sprint users are also experiencing connection issues today, but the biggest impact to service seems to be with T-Mobile so far, end quote. So there you go. Here's the new T-Mobile. It's almost exactly like the old T-Mobile, but with like more outages and stuff. You're welcome, Sprint. Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. And yes, I am fully aware that there was another shooting of a black young man in Atlanta this weekend. There's a lot to unpack in the Rayshard Brooks shooting, so just know that once I get all my information and more videos and things have been released, I'll probably cover the story at that time. Uh, but for now, I'm going to keep my opinions on this close to the chest and see how things play out. Well, so far, things are looking mostly good from everyone taking advantage of the weekend and their phase two and phase three openings. But still remember, it is crucially important that if you're going out in public, please still wear a mask. Those things haven't changed. All right, beautiful people. I love you guys. As always, remember to stay focused, stay proud and stay dedicated in all you do. Dodge the rest. Catch up with me. I got you with the news.